Good evening, everyone, and welcome in to Altamonte Community High School tonight for a National Trail Conference basketball contest between Battle of the Indians. It's Yoga versus Altamonte tonight, and welcome in to the broadcast position here in the Crow's Nest here in Altamonte Community High School. My name is Travis Sparks. I'll be flying solo this evening, and I'll be bringing you all the action tonight here on The Voice without my Indian Athletics, 100.5 and 105.5. Jack FM, also streaming online, fmradio.com, and on the FM radio app as well. As we're back in the NTC this evening and getting down towards the nitty-gritty of the season, only a few games left, and that means we got to fill out the rest of the conference schedule as well. A ton of games left in conference for Altamont, uh, that is. But uh, they're currently 4-0 in the NTC this season and a 16 and 6 overall are Altamont and the Dioga. They come into this one of 5 and 18 and 0 and 7 in the National Trail. And this is the last opportunity for Dioga to pick up a conference win because the rest of their games are non-conference games. So uh, you don't want to get shut out and be winless on the uh, conference season. And uh, so that's what Dioga is going to try to do uh, here tonight and uh, pull off an upset against Altamont. Last game, our last couple games for Altamont on a Friday in the NTC was at Beecher City, and it was a comeback uh, there as Beecher City actually had the first quarter lead, uh, but then uh, Altamont got things going there in the second quarter, got the Ducks in a row, and ended up coming back there and uh, ramping up the defense as well as the offense, and uh, they ended up beating uh, CHBC that night, 66-39 on Friday. Then on a Saturday, I was to Olney Central College, and it was uh, against the Lawrenceville. That was also a battle of the Indians, hopefully for Altamont's sake. It's a little bit better than a Saturday's contest. Uh, that game at OCC saw Lawrenceville jump out to the early lead, 16-8, and then Altamont clawed back in at several different points. And uh, the lead at one point was uh, double digits, but eventually cut down to around six points, I'd say, is that's the closest Altamont uh, got after Lawrenceville got going. Uh, there past the uh, first quarter. And uh, Lawrenceville's a good team, man. They just beat Olney uh, the previous night, and uh, they really took it to uh, Altamont uh, there on uh, Saturday. And what we uh, described on Saturday is an odd contest, and bizarre is also another word uh, to describe. They did the varsity first. It was just kind of a makeup game. Or not really a makeup game, but it's kind of a uh, game out to the schedule. Uh, Coach Nieberger wasn't uh, there. Coach Cool was uh, filling in. Uh, Coach Nieberg is back on the uh, sidelines in a suit uh, tonight, so uh, glad he is back here on the sidelines. And uh, it was just also played without a three-point line as well. Uh, we did a little throwback to the oh, 60s and the 70s and played without a, a three-point line on a Saturday, and uh, that was uh, very, very uh, odd and confusing at times uh, there. But uh, officiating crew uh, ruled that the IHSA line wasn't on the uh, college court, so uh, both teams did agree to, uh, hey, we can still play with that three-point line from college, but uh, the officials uh, declared that the uh, line wasn't painted on the floor, so uh, nothing counted as a uh, three-pointer uh, there. But I can't confirm we're back to playing regulation uh, basketball uh, here tonight in Altamonte Community High School. Uh, Kata Miller, he led the way offensively at 11 points. Uh, Eli Miller had eight points, and so did Kate Millville. Uh, there as well with eight, and McManaway at seven, and Davis ended up with six points there on Saturday in the loss. As for Dioga, they're coming in on a six-game losing streak. Their last win was on a January 6th, 
a 52-35 win against Central A&M. They're in Yoga. The last game before the Indians of Neoga uh, was a 60-30 to 30 or 60-53 loss to Sandoval on a Friday night. And like I mentioned, it's the last chance for Neoga to will win a game here in uh, the uh, conference. They won three games last year. They were three and five in the NTC, but obviously 0-7. Uh, this year, as uh, they carry on a young roster, uh, there are a lot of roster turnover from a year ago for uh, Coach Andrew Snow and uh, the uh, crew tough sledding. Uh, this year, but they've been in a heck of a lot of uh, close games and uh, just hasn't gone their way. They've been on the opposite side of those close games more often than not, and including here at the uh, conference tournament, uh, they uh, lost on opening night against CHBC. That game was close, 53-49. Uh, Neoga had a late comeback there to try to win on that night, but unfortunately uh, couldn't claw all the way back to complete a comeback. And then uh, uh, on uh, that Thursday of the conference tournament, uh, they lost by five to Windsor's two straws, 49-44. Yoga looked to be in control the whole game. They led 13-7 after one, 27-20 at halftime, and then only a three-point lead after the third quarter. Uh, but Windsor outscored them 17-9 in that fourth quarter as you will pull out the win and end Neoga's uh, conference tournament a little earlier than uh, I imagine Coach Snow and the crew down there uh, would have liked to have had. But... And they're led by uh, the couple of seniors that are on the squad that play a lot of minutes here. Uh, Trey Sheehan, uh, he's a 6'2", a senior. He's been one of their uh, leaders all season long. And uh, Him and also uh, James Bullock who had a, a great couple of games there. And if they would have had that extra game, uh, both those players, or at least Bullock for sure, uh, would have made the all-tournament team uh, there. But uh, they do have four seniors on the roster. Those two uh, mainly are the ones uh, that play the most. Uh, they'll also have um, Braxton Hall coming off the bench as well as the other senior uh, there. But other than that, still there's a lot of juniors on the team, uh, obviously. Uh, maybe uh, next season, obviously, uh, they'll focus on the postseason and maybe uh, throw a wrench in some people's postseason plans when the seeds come out uh, later on uh, this week. But uh, hopefully that there's some valuable experience is put into effect next season. And maybe they'll close. Losses will turn into close victories as well. Yoga is capable of winning against the quality opponents. They beat Arcola on December 15th by a single point, and Arcola was the number one overall seed in the Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament. They ended up finishing second place in the LPC. Okaw Valley has really turned it on from the beginning of their season, and they took the conference championship away from the Purple Riders this year. So that's a good quality win right there. Uh, just unfortunately, uh, not a lot of consistency uh, for Yoga uh, there uh, this season. And, uh, you know, uh, they've lost in conference to uh, Feature City, uh, also uh, St. Elmo Brownstown by 10 points. Also, South Central as well was close. And wins the two straws uh, uh, by six points in their regular season matchup as well. So, uh, Yoga hoping to close out the season strong and ultimately hopefully keep it going, keep the pace with the Bulldogs. Currently right now, St. Anthony 5-0 in the NTC, and they got South Central tonight, and then the next Tuesday matchup there at the Inland Center with the Altamont Indians, and Altamont has a tonight's matchup as well as St. Elmo on Friday, and the NTC CIC shootout game against Tuscola on Saturday in Warrenburg, which will give you that schedule coming up at halftime, as well as those two games next week with St. Anthony and Windsor Two Straws to close out of the regular season for Altamont. All right, both teams are ready uh, for the National Anthem, so that means we're ready for the National Anthem as well. 
flag will come down here at a center circle. And so we'll step away from the National Anthem, brought to you by Kingley Insurance Agency. And then we'll be back with a tip-off of this one between Altamont and Indioga. Here you're listening to NTC Basketball and Altamont Indies Basketball. Jack event. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School Battle of the Indians tonight. Altamont and Nioga gave the uh, starting lineups first for the uh, visiting Nioga Indians. Of course, coached by Andrew Snow, assisted by Brett Harmeyer, and also uh, Marshall Norin as well. Yoga is going to line up like this. Number 10, Carter Young. He's a 5'10", junior. Number 12, James Bullock. He's a 6'2", senior. Number 13, Alana Titus, a 6'2", junior. Number 21, Braden uh, Letterly, as he's a 5'10", junior. And also number 23, Trey Sheehan, a 6'2", senior. Again, the Yoga goes with Young, Bullock, Titus, Sheehan, Letterly, the 5'10". For Nioga, Altamont, their starting five will be like this. Number five, Kane Davis, a 5'10 senior. Number 14, Eli Miller is a six-foot senior. Number 22, Kate Melville, he's a 6'2 sophomore. Number 22, or number 24, Ada McManaway, a 6'3 senior. Number 42, Kate Miller, a 6'5 senior. So, again, that is Davis, Eli Miller, Kate Melville, McManaway, and Kate Miller. The uh, five of four, Altamont, of course, coached by uh, John Nieberge, assisted by Trent Cool and uh, Brian Sugo 
as well. Garcia in uh, that road, uh, red uniforms with a white number, a blue a black trim, and Altman in their home white uniform with a black number and orange trim as well. Season winding it down tonight again. Altman trying to keep pace with uh, St. Anthony. Uh, with that uh, matchup looming large next Tuesday, but don't want to look too far ahead on uh, that, and don't want to look too far ahead on Saturday's uh, matchup, which will be prime time basketball uh, there in Warrensburg Latham for the NCCCIC shootout against Tuscola as well. So uh, that's a little bit of what's to come here. And don't forget about Pierre Night for the uh, Lady Indians on a Thursday. We'll have radio coverage, but if you feel like it, come on down and support the ladies in their last uh, home game here on uh, this floor for that uh, senior group. Has done a lot here at Altamont. All right, it's Kaden Miller going to be a tipping off at a center circle. He's going to be tipping up against Trey Sheehan. We'll start this one between Altamont and Indioga here in a battle in the NTC of the Indians. And it's going to be won by Altamont. And they will be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this game. As it'll be Eli Miller with the volleyball line, and someone's asleep at the uh, clock. The clock isn't running, uh, but Millville here has it up top of the key, and they'll have it over to a Davis here on the right wing, over to a Kata Miller, and now up top to a McManaway. And the clock still hasn't moved from eight minutes, by the way. I don't think anyone noticed. Finally, Dioga is talking about that with the official here close there. Kata Miller is going to lose it off of his knee out of bounds, and they're going to have to correct the clock here. I don't know how much time exactly ran off there, uh, but the clock had not ran at all uh, there on of that possession. Uh, finally, Coach Harmeyer there in the Nyoga bench was uh, telling the official right there that it was close. Apparently, we're having some clock issues here at Altamont uh, High School. So we'll see if we can get uh, that uh, corrected there, but it was a, a turnover there by Kaden Millery. Uh, dribbles off his knee uh, there, and so it'll be out of bounds to Nioga. And we said it was an odd start. There we go. At least one second ran off the clock there. We got all sort of uh, technical personnel uh, over there. We'll see if they can get this uh, clock malfunctioning uh, properly uh, here. We said it was an odd start on Saturday. Oh, it's an odd start uh, here tonight. I haven't seen this issue in. Uh, quite a while, but uh, Katie Lurkins, the athletic director over there, is getting things uh, checked out uh, there. So, yeah, we'll see how this affects the start of the game and the flow of the game uh, here with uh, these two teams. As you know, everybody's jacked up, ready to go, and then uh, all of a sudden they're going to have to uh, take the time out to see if we can get the uh, clock uh, corrected. Uh, so, uh, we'll be uh, running to uh, see if they can find an extra piece uh, there. But uh, while we have a delay in the action, I'll tell you the uh, rest of the schedule from around the uh, area tonight as uh, Coach Snow is going to huddle his guys together with the delay. Maybe we got a backup clock as well. Uh, it looks like I think that is uh, Braden Elam who ran back to the locker room and uh, got the backup clock as well. Something you don't ever think about. Uh, here, but we'll see if that see if that one was uh, see if that goes back up. All right, elsewhere in the ACC tonight, like I mentioned, St. Anthony is at South Central. Uh, so uh, some other non-conference games as well. 
Uh, Grayville is at North Clay. Uh, Dietrich is hosting Martinsville, Patoka at CHBC. And uh, St. Elmo Brownstown is at uh, Raymond, uh, Raymond Wood, Lincolnwood uh, there this evening. All right, I think we got the backup clock working properly, and uh, here we go. Uh, so we will uh, see uh, how much time they're going to take off the clock. Uh, here currently it's set at 7.57, but no more than three seconds. I ran off the clock in and it is running, so the backup is a go. So we're back to playing basketball uh, here on this odd start here with Altamont. Andy Oga, Nate Young here having it on the left side of there to a Bullock, and he's going to drive to the hole, and he immediately is fouled, so it's going to be a blocking foul. So free throws upcoming here for Nioga. So that's going to be on Eli, his first. Team first on Altamont as well. So it'll be uh, James Bullock to get the first points. And his free throw is to the right all the way. So it's going to be uh, another one coming for Bullock as he missed that first free throw. So Bullock will be at the line for a second attempt. And that one's a little better. It takes a couple of rattles, but it goes through. So splits the pair of free throws, and it's one nothing Mioga. Here in the early going. After that clock malfunction. Millville's going to step into a three-pointer. He was wide open. No good. But it's going to be rebounded uh, there uh, by Letterly. And there's going to be nearly a turnover there as McManaway got his hand on it, but he just knocked that out of bounds. So it'll stay right here with Altamont. So Letterly will inbound it there to a Young. Young will be the one to take it across for Nioga. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial. Looking for that back door, and it was knocked away by Davis, and he stole it. So a turnover there for Nioga, their first one of the game. And it's out of the Altamont possession. Eli with it down low to McManaway. He gets in position off the glass and in. First two points for Altamont. Goes to Ada McManaway, and Altamont leads 2-1. to one. A minute gone here in the opening quarter. As Young has it here on the left side, he crosses over Davis and takes a little hop step in the lane, missed the shot, got his own miss back, and then Sheehan throws up the basket. Actually, that was a Bullock for two, so his first made field goal, and it's 3-2, to two, Nioga. As it'll be uh, Davis here on the left side. Davis looks for someone to pass to, gives off to Eli, now down low to Kaden Miller, puts it up, up and in. For Kaden Miller, his first two points. Altamari takes the lead, 4-3. to The seesaw's back and forth here. It'll be Letterly swinging things over there to Titus. Now Young with it here at the volleyball line. And now they'll go over to a Bullock. And now they'll work it on the perimeter here to a Letterly here on the right wing. He picked up his dribble and Yoga working it around here. As a little difficulty trying to break the uh, man-to-man for Altamont. So... It'll be uh, down low to uh, Sheehan, and Sheehan drives, and it's going to be blocked by Kaden Miller, but a foul. Ooh. So Kaden Miller is going to pick up that foul. That was the uh, vantage point. I was the furthest away from that, but Coach Schneeber reacted like it was a good block, and so did Kaden Miller, but made me there a little biased. Uh, Sheehan made the free throw. His first points of the night. We're tied up at four. And his second free throw also good for Sheehan. Two for two of the line there. His first two points. Five to four in Yoga as they retake the lead. 
5.50 to go here in the opening quarter. Millville dishes off to McManoway. He stops the pop from mid-range. Takes a bounce. No, but Davis is there for the follow. It's no good either. And Kaden Miller is trying to follow it up. His shot's no good, but he was fouled. He'll go to the free throw line. Will Kaden Miller shoot two? Brandon literally without foul. First for Nioga. And the first on Wetterly. Kaden Miller at the line for two. Free throw. Bounces out. No good. Kaden will be going for his second attempt. Trying to split it and tie it up. Second free throw is good. So he does split the free throws. Kaden's got three and we're tied at five. As it'll be a Sheehan here at the free throw line. Gives it off to a Young on the right wing. Try to get it back to Sheehan, but instead the ball ping-pongs around and literally has it here at the elbow. And now they'll swing things over to Young. He'll fire a three-pointer. It's off no good. And it's going to be tipped out. And who's it off of? I think it's off Millville, so I'll stay right here with Mioga. And it will. So Bullock will take it out there on the baseline underneath the basket right side. Gets it in, dangerous pass, and it's picked off by Eli Miller. Second turnover for Nioga. Eli's layup was way too strong, and it's going to be rebounded there by Titus. The other way, Bullock layup, good. Dave Bullock's got a five of the seven Nioga points. Nioga takes the lead 7-5. Under five to go here in the opening quarter. Kaden Miller, high post, now goes over to McManaway here on the right wing. Now over to uh, Eli. He's going to step inside the arc. Takes the jumper. Good. Eli Miller's first basket. And we're all tied at seven. Titus will be the one to bring it up. And a Titus goes over there to Letterly. Now they go up top of the top of the key there to uh, Young. Or actually, that was Bullock. And they go to a Sheen, a little weave action. Now goes back to Letterly. He takes a little ball fake. He dribbles inside, tries to back down Eli. And he finally picks it up in a little bit of trouble. Gets out to Young. And now he passes to, well, I think they were going to pass to Titus, but instead he cut to the rim. And so that's Nioga's third turnover already. And Braxton Hall will check in for Nioga. See who goes out. And it'll be a Carter Young. Take a seat. They're all tied at seven. Four minutes to go here in the opening quarter. Millville bringing it across. High post for Caden Miller. Thought about the give and go, but gives it back to McManaway here at the top of the key. Now McManaway will give it over to Eli here on the right side. Eli looks for someone to pass to. Finds Millville. There's going to be a foul. I believe it's going to be a defensive foul there. Trying to fight through the screen. That's going to go against Nioga. Landon Titus is going to pick up that one. His first team second for Nioga. As Eli casually gets it in, and he'll get it back from McManaway. Eli trying to set up shop here. Swinging around the perimeter here to Millville, trying to get a touch inside to Kaden Miller. Instead of it kicked away by Titus, so stay right here. That one. Eli will inbounds right below me. And so Eli will get in into it, Kaden Miller. Gets up top to Davis for three straight on. In and out, no good. 
but Millville pulls down the offensive rebound. And Altamonte reset. Davis for the shot. That's going to be no good. The basket was switched through, but instead it's going to be an offensive foul, KD. As I believe it was Bullock who was stepping in there letterly who took that charge. Uh, but instead it's going to be uh, the basket was good, but no good because it was an offensive foul. So it'll be a Bullock dishing it off there to a backdoor cutter. Sheehan lays it up and in. First made field goal. Yoga takes the lead back 9-7. Millville has it, and he spins his way inside, gives it back out to a Davis, who gives it back to a Millville. Now here at the top of the circle. Now looks for that backdoor cut, and it's going to be another kick ball by Titus. He plays soccer, but he's getting a lot of feet on the basketball. Wrong sport. Stay right here with Altamont. They'll look to get an inbound. This time it's on the right side. Kading is it right back to Eli for three. It's off, but Millville pulls down the rebound. And they're going to call a foul on Yoga. Battling for the rebound there with Millville. And that's going to be on Letterly, his second, team third on Yoga. And so Letterly will have to sit down with those two fouls. Carter Young will have to check back in. Under three to go here in the opening quarter. Early lead for Neoga by two. Davis will get over to McMahon away, trying to look inside, but instead they go back out to Davis. Cross-court pass to Eli Miller. Post-touch to Kaden Miller. Back out to McMahon away in the corner for three. Three-pointer for Aiden McMahon away. Three-ball corner pocket. And Altamar retakes the lead. 10-9. And Titus the other way. Left the lamp just a tad short. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. As though swinging up here in the front court quickly. Give it back to McManaway, who's calling for it. Gives it back to Millville, takes a jumper just down the free throw line. A little off and rebounded by Sheehan. 2.10 to go in the opening quarter. As it'll be a Bullock here on the right side. Giving out to a Young here on the left wing. And they go to a Sheehan, and Sheehan puts it up, and it's off and rebounded by Millville. As McManaway the other way. It's over to Eli for three. And it out, no good. But Millville pulls down the rebound and puts up the layup for Cade Millville for his first two points. And uh, Titus is down here for Nioga, holding the back of his head there. As Nioga will be uh, taking a timeout there. Or no, okay. So uh, they just wanted to make sure Titus is all right. They get him off the floor. Luke Keller checks into the game for Nioga, the 6'4 junior. And Titus will go back in the tunnel with the uh, Nioga. Just an official timeout. So that last basket by Millville Gaines out front. The three-point edge here in the early going. Minute 45 to go in the first quarter. Young high pass. It's going to be nearly picked off. Yarnhouse who checked into the game, got his hand on it. But Nioga gets it back. As it'll be a hop stepping in the lane is Young, and they're going to get a reach in, I think, on Altamont. They will. Titus emerges back from the tunnel. So they're going to get that foul on McManaway. It's first. Team fourth, so foul's piling up here in the early going for Altamont. 
As a Sheehan will casually get it in to uh, Young. Young will drive, dishes it off to uh, Hall there, and it's picked off by Altamont. So, fourth turnover on Yoga. Yarhouse gets freeze open for three, a little short off the front of the rim. And rebounded by Young, but it's tucked away. Wow, McManoway came right from behind, didn't even see him. He's got seven here in the early going, half the Altamont points. It's 14 9. Under a minute to go here. Young throws it up towards the rim. Almost came out, but it falls through. Young's first two points is 14 to 11. 50 seconds to go. As Yarhouse is over there to uh, Millville. Now Eli gets over to McManoway. Over to Yarhouse, straight on. Head fake, and he thought about a three, but a nice close out there by Sheehan. Prevented the jump shot. McManaway will just back it out here towards half court. Eli finds Yarhouse on the baseline, and he gets it back out to McManaway. Open for three in the other corner. Swish. McManaway, another three. A second one in the quarter already. He's got 10 already at 17 to 11. 13 seconds left. As Bullock will have it here at the volleyball line. Started by Millville. As Bullock goes to his right, puts up the shot. Oh, and it's going to be another foul on uh, Kaden Miller there. So that's going to be his second. And also, free throws regardless, it was a shooting foul anyways. But Bullock will go back to the line here to shoot two. So, literally in foul trouble already for Nioga and Kaden Miller now. With two fouls here in the first quarter as well. Bullock made the first free throw. 17 to 12. And uh, so Kaden Miller checks out. And Davis will check back in. And we have Gavin Ray who checked in for Nioga. Second free throw is off. No good. A rebound by Millville. Millville here. Pass that court. And he slips and he traveled with it. So that won't count. As he slipped a little bit there on the court. So that'll do it. After one quarter of play, 17 to 2 as well. And Altamont with the lead. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont 80s basketball on Jack and It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Altamont Community High School. Start of the second quarter. It's the Altamont Indians leading over the Nioga Indians at 17-12. So one quarter of play. Keller swinging things over there for Nioga getting it started. Bullock takes a wild shot, and it's going to be a long rebound 
tracked down uh, by Nioga. Three-pointer there was off the front of the rim uh, by Keller. Rebounded by Yarhouse. Up to it, Davis. Layup is good. This is there by Yarhouse. And uh, David, KD's first two points is 19-12. to 12. As There's going to be a, a blocking foul or an offensive foul. Offensive foul. Looking down to make a, a mark on the stat book. And Landon Titus gets called for the uh, foul. So he got a little shaken up. He's back on the floor, and he immediately has to go back out with a few fouls. That's the first foul on Yoga here in the quarter. So literally, and Titus in foul trouble for uh, Yoga. Gavin Ray out there, young, came back into the game. Sheehan's back into the game as well with Keller. Bullock out there as well for Nioga. Davis gets free, layup off the glass and in. Katie's second basket in his main trip, 21 to 12. Young, the other way, he lost it. And it's stolen away by Alcamon. Sixth turnover in the game for Nioga. They had five there in the early going. Eli having it here on the left wing. Thought about a three instead. Gives it to McManoway. It was hot in that first quarter. Yarhouse gets uh, reached in upon, so it's going to be a foul, and it'll be a foul on the floor. Foul's going to take it out. And it looks like that will go on Carter Young. It's first, team second. 6.37 here in the early going. The largest lead of the night for Altman so far. Nine points, 21-12. to 12. McManoway here on the left side at the volleyball line. As McManaway over to Yarhouse here on the right wing. And now Millville will drive and kick it off to Eli. Mid-range jumper. Back iron no good. But Millville's there for the board. He gets the guy up in the air and he's fouled. So Millville will go to the line to shoot two. A presence of mind to get the defender up in the air and created that contact. That'll be a Sheehan's first foul. Team third on Dioga. Millville will go to the line for two. As Melville can't get the uh, bounce to go through, so they'll get another one. Young will take a seat. Let's see. Uh, that is... I don't have him on my roster for Nioga, but uh, Melville made the uh, second free throw, one for two there for Melville. Ten-point lead for Altamont. As it's 22 to 12. And the shot was missed by Nioga, but the follow is good, though. And I don't know who that's. That's going to be Bullock. I thought it was, but confirmed by Scott Beal there. So uh, Nioga calls a timeout, so I'll take a timeout as well. And it's 22 to 14. I'll find the lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Alpine's basketball here on Jacksonville. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. 
You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. We're back in to Altamont Community High School. Uh, it is Altamont with a lead at 22-14. They do have a little bit of a clarification there on that mystery uh, player there for um, Yoga as uh, it's one of the two Ray Rays, Brandon Ray, and also uh, Gavin Ray as well. And uh, saw that in a uh, stat book the other uh, game for Neoga. So uh, it's going to be a Davis here at the top of the key. Now they get over to uh, Millville here on the right wing and picked up a screen from Eli Miller. But they get up top to Davis now over to McManaway here on the left side. As it'll be a McManaway directing traffic. And it'll be Yarhouse with the ball fake, and he'll dribble it back out to Davis. Over to McManaway. And McManaway will look to do something with it. Gives off to Millville here on the right side. And down low to Eli. Another pass to Yarhouse. Puts it up. Too strong. And the long rebound goes out to McManaway there. Extra possession for Altamont. McManaway will set up the shop. About five minutes to go here in the half. And there's going to be a foul on Yoga. And got McManaway on the arm. Uh, there is going to be a foul on Ray. And so it'll be uh, the fourth foul on Yoga. As uh, Eli will get in. As Eli will get it back. And now Millville will swing things to McManaway here in the corner. Under five to go. Yarhouse, three-pointer. Three-pointer for Alec Yarhouse. 25 to 14. 445 to go here. As it's a Bullock here at the top of the key. And now it gives it over there to a Ray. Now it'll be handed off there back to a Bullock from Keller. As Bullock dribbles to his left, he gives it back to Keller for three. It's way off, and it's going to be rebounded, though, by Ray. Gavin Ray for two. And his first two points as it'll be Altamont taking over. 25-16 lead. Millville in the corner for three. Takes a bounce off and rebounded there by Gavin Ray. As it'll be a Bullock here on the left side. Had it poked loose from behind by McManaway. So a steal for Altamont the other way. McManaway layup good. McManaway continues his fine first half. He's got 12 in the early going. 27 to 16. As Bullock finds a pass in the corner. Maybe it's a little bit of a high pass for Sheehan. Either way, another turnover for Nioga. It's eight in the game. It'll be ball back to Altamont. Got Braxton Hall back in for Yoga, and Kata Miller checks back in for Altamont as it is. I believe that was Yarhouse took a seat. Davis down low at two. Kata Miller double team back out to Davis for three. Three pointer for Caden Davis. KD's got seven here in this quarter. It's Thirty to sixteen. Three twenty-five to go here in the first half. Bullock, a little crossover move. Gets McManaway up in the air. Floater's no good. But the rebound is blocked, and they're going to call a foul. Ooh. Foul on Altamont. Mill got a little bit of 
too much body contact. So Millville will get called for that. First foul. Team first as well in the quarter. And you got Braden Ray shooting free throws. He missed the first one. They get another though. As it'll be a Brandon Ray's second free throw. No good either, but it's going to be rebounded by Keller. So it's over two and it's stolen away by Davis. Now to McManoy. Layup is good. A soft finger roll. Goes down for McManoy, having himself one of his best halves of the season, 32 to 17. Titus checked in on the last uh, dead ball for Neoga. Under three to go in the half. Titus has the ball. Titus directs traffic, gives it over there to uh, Brennan Ray. Now Titus swings things over to Keller. Now Titus, thought about a deep three, but they're just swinging it on the arc here. Gavin Ray over to uh, Brennan Ray. I'm just working over the printer. A long three-point attempt by Keller. No good. Battle for the rebound. It's going to go to a Gavin Ray. And that shot is no good by Titus. Ball still loose, and Yoga's going to come away with it. And Gavin Ray left it a little short. Maybe an effective by Caden Miller. Miller throw, or Millville throws it way up to Eli. He saved it from out of bounds, and it's going to be blocked with a foul. So a little bit of chaotic action there. After another turnover by Nioga, but that pass was almost just a little bit too long. But free throws coming up for Kata Miller. It would be free throws regardless. It's the fifth foul on Nioga. And it's the uh, first foul on Gavin Ray, they say. James Bullock comes uh, back in, and Sheehan. Also returns as well. Alec Yarhouse back in. The McManway takes the seat. So, yeah, Eli Miller, Millville, Davis, Yarhouse, and Kata Miller at the line. Is second one is good. Super two there for Kata Miller. Increases the lead, 34-17. And a timeout of there by Altamont. So, we'll take a timeout as well. And we'll be back here. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball on Jack of M. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. 34 to a 17-year lead for Altamont. As they've extended this lead out here, it's been the largest one of the night so far. 17 points for Altamont. And the rest of the two minutes, Altamont will be in the bonus as You'll go over the foul limit. So it'll be Titus bringing up the floor for Yoga. And they'll pass over there to uh, Bullock. Now Sheehan over there in the uh, corner. Now Bullock will try to work it here against the Yarhouse. Crosses him over. Gives over to Sheehan here in the left corner. 
Back up top to a Titus, over to a Bullock. Thought about stepping into a three, but now passes off. And a back out, a Bullock for three. Swishes it home. Three corner for a Bullock. He's got 11, 34 to 20. Minute 40 to go in the first half. A post-touch for Caden Miller. Spin around jumper in the lane. Nope, but he's fouled. So Caden will go back to the free throw line. Already his fifth and sixth free throws of this first half. And that foul will go on Braxton Hall, his first. Again, the go over the limit, so Caden would be shooting free throws anyways. Caden's a free throw up, and it's good. Got six in the game, 35 to 20. As Ada McManaway comes back into the game, and Eli Miller will take a seat. So Caden will be at the line for a second attempt. And uh, the uh, second one is up, and that was also good. Two for two tonight. Also five for six from the game on the free throw line. Leads back to 16 of Routemont, 36-20. Minute 25 to go here in the half. Titus will hold on to the basketball. A little bit of trouble. Is off there to a bullet. Now back to Titus. Deep three. Back iron, no good. And rebounded by Kaden Miller. Thought about a out, long outlet pass, but instead uh, makes a short little pass to a Millville. As Altamont will set up here in the half court, as it'll be our house, swinging things over to Millville. He dishes it off, trying to get it off to Kaden Miller through three defenders, but is knocked away off of a Neoga defender's leg. So it'll be inbound for Altamont. As Davis will take a seat and Eli will come back in. 58.2 left. As Eli, high pass for Kaden Miller, but he gets it down and counts the basket and the foul. Oh, and Coach Snow gives a nice little uh, smile there, and it'll be uh, an and one free throw coming up for Kaden Miller. I think he even surprised uh, Kaden Miller even as well. So. That's going to be a foul on Braxton Hall. And the second one uh, there. So that makes it 38-20. to 20. And Maybe a little NBA continuation there. As Caden will be at the line for the N1 free throw. And he made it. Another free throw good for Caden Miller. Six for seven tonight. KD's back in and the largest lead of the night for Altamont is 39-20, 50 seconds to go in the half. As it's a Bullock with it. He stops at the free throw line and had it knocked away by McManaway. Davis up here in the front court. Fires over to Millville. Streaking down the floor. Millville lay up and in. Five for Millville. 21-point lead. A 41-20, 30 seconds left. They're over to Sheehan. Sheehan almost fumbles it, and he goes around, and it's going to be a foul, a blocking foul on Altamont. And so this is going to be an out-of-bounds play for Neoga. It's going to go on Eli Miller, his second. He's second as well. Eli will take a seat, and Ben Radel will check in for the first time for Altamont. 27.3 left in the first half. As Nioga uh, looking to get it in, and it's five. It's too much time there as uh, Bullock was, took too much time to get it in there, and 
internal clock has just got to be going crazy uh, there. Titus was calling for the law, but instead another turnover there for Nioga. Ninth turnover here in the half. 17 seconds left. McManaway will have it. As McManaway over to Millville with 10 seconds left here at the Altamont logo. Gets the screen from Radel, and there's going to be an offensive foul. Moving screen on Radel that time. So, his first, the team third. Yoga will take over with 8.2 left in the half. And it'll be inbound to a Bullock. He gets it across the timeline with five seconds left. Crosses over McManaway. Bullock, three-pointer rainbow off the front of the rim. And it's going to be a rebound by Nioga, but they won't get a shot up. So that'll do it for the first half of play. It is Altamont with a lead of 41 to 20 over Nioga. So here at the uh, half, I'll get the uh, halftime. I'll get the uh, first half. I try to calculate the first half statistics as well as a checkup on some other scores from around the area to see what I have there, if anything at all. Uh, but then I'll also be up to date with the NTC CIC shootout. That'll be uh, coming up in Warrensburg Latham High School. Uh, they're on a Saturday. Altamont involved with a lot of good quality basketball uh, there in Warrensburg this weekend. So we'll check up on that as well here at the half. Your score is 41-20. Altamont with a lead. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack and Ben. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 
888-888-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School. Your score here at the half is a big lead for Altamont. 21 points, in fact, 41-20 is the halftime score with Altamont. And the lead there, they had the five-point lead. They're at the uh, first quarter, and then they, they've just extended that out uh, with uh, the uh, free throw shooting. The three-point shooting has been good uh, here tonight as well for uh, Altman. Uh, it's the opposite story uh, for Nioga uh, there in the uh, first half as the Altman drumline uh, playing uh, behind me. As come on out to the uh, Altman Community High School. I do have a lot more opportunities to see uh, the uh, drumline uh, play, but as I was saying that, Altamont's actually going to be hosting the original and the boys basketball side, so maybe they'll make an appearance in a postseason play there, but come on out. Don't have a lot more opportunities left as the season winding down here for basketball and baseball will be just around the corner there. I saw a picture earlier today of the baseball field getting out ready here in the back of the gymnasium just outside. Uh, here at Altamont. So, uh, baseball season around the uh, corner, but we got to finish out uh, basketball season. So, uh, let's get the uh, first half statistics. A uh, guy that's going to be uh, going into uh, college for baseball, that's Aiden McManaway, as he's going to be uh, joining uh, Dylan Elam uh, there at Kaskaskia uh, to play baseball. Uh, Aiden had a, a great first half there, uh, 14 points. He's usually uh, the guy that is tasked with the uh, defense of uh, guarding the best player on the opposing team. Uh, but uh, as of late, come into his own uh, offensively and uh, made a couple of threes there for those uh, 14 points. Caden uh, Miller, he is uh, six for seven from the free throw line, and uh, he has 10 points. Caden uh, Davis had all seven of his uh, points in that uh, second quarter for KD's seven. We also have five before a K to Millville and also Eli Miller with a two point as well. Altamont had quarters of 17 and 24 for their 41 points. As for Neoga, their uh, stats look like this. James Bullock leading in the way did most of the damage there in the first quarter, but uh, he had 11 points, including a made three as well. Uh, Trey Sheehan being held to only four points right now. Gavin Ray has two, and a Carter Young has two points as well. Neona has scores of 12 and 8, so there are 20 uh, here uh, the, uh, this evening. And uh, the uh, team statistics, Altamont is 14 to 23 uh, from the field. Uh, they're 4 for 7 uh, from uh, beyond the arc. 
seven for nine at the charity stripe for Neoga. Uh, they're eight for 20 from the field and only one for six from beyond the arc. They are four for eight from the free throw line uh, tonight as well. I think it's kind of been a big thing for Neoga there in the first half. Uh, it was close early on. It was back and forth there in that opening quarter, but Alphamont finally took control and uh, the turnovers have caught up with Neoga as well. They have currently nine there in that opening half and uh, Altamont only had them down for a couple uh, they're not a lot coming in the second quarter. They're on the way of turnover uh, for Altamont. And that's kind of that and the three-point shooting has kind of been the difference uh, so far uh, in the uh, first half. Uh, they're in the battle for the Indians uh, here in Altamont and Yoga. Wanted to mention the up today with the uh, NTC CIC shootout uh, going on there in Warrensburg Latham. Uh, well, in Warrensburg, but at Warrensburg Lake High School on a Saturday. Uh, the day's going to start there bright and early at 10 a.m. going to be Central A&M against North Clay. Start things off before a great day of basketball there. Sullivan is against County Air Feature City following that game at 11.30. Shelbyville and Dietrich, that's a great one at 1 o'clock. Uh, Shelbyville beating Tuscola a couple times. They just won the CIC a conference tournament uh, there, and we know how good Dietrich uh, is in their own right. Uh, they're taking uh, St. Anthony into the women there on the championship of the NTC uh, there just a little bit ago, so that will be a great game. Speaking of St. Anthony, they'll also be there. Uh, they'll be against Nokomis at a 2 of 30. Uh, little NTC CIC shootout. We'll see non-conference teams here. Bloomington Central Catholic will start off against Casey Westfield at 4 o'clock. Bacon Meridian will go up against the same Nioga team at 5.30. Warrensburg Latham will be against St. Elmo Brownstown at approximately 7 o'clock and then approximately a late night tip. Stay up with us uh, late. Hey, it's a Saturday. I know you got church in the morning on a Sunday, but stay up late with us on a Saturday uh, for that one. It'll be worth it. Hopefully it won't go for overtime uh, this time around, but it's Altamont versus Tuscola. Uh, there to close things out in a, a great day of action uh, there in Warrensburg. And if you can't make the late tip and if you can't uh, make it to Warrensburg, we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack and Tim. Also, you got uh, later on in this week, you got uh, girls with senior night, Lady Indians here against Paris. So come on out and celebrate the uh, four seniors. Uh, they're also going to be doing something special uh, after the game as well, a little pep club uh, fundraiser uh, getting up the uh, a little meet and greet with some of your favorite Indians there and uh, then on uh, Friday the Altamont versus the St. Elmo uh, here in Altamont so starting off the uh, second half starters out there on the floor for Altamont is Millville, McManaway uh, Davis and the uh, two Millers, Eli Kata Miller he, that is Kata Miller puts up the uh, shot after the Eli miss and he's going to be fouled so uh, immediately, Caden uh, Miller will go back to the free throw line. So he's got two more free throws coming. Busy in that first half. And first free throw is good. Right, to the line. Uh, shot seven free throws already, and uh, now make that eight. And that free throw is also good. So 9 for 10 at the line for Caden alone. 
and stretches the lead out 43 to 20 with both of those main free throws. As it'll be a high pass there for Titus as Yoga will be going right to left on your radio dial. As it'll be uh, Sheehan out to uh, Titus or Bullock for three, excuse me, and that's going to be a uh, uh, knocked out of bounds by uh, Yoga from behind. Actually, they're going to call a foul. As literally going to pick up that one and going over the back that time. So it'll be his third foul and the second team foul on Yoga already here in the half. As it'll be Eli Miller here on the right side. Kaden Miller fires a pass down low to a Millville and he gets it back out and Karen McManaway steps inside. Midnight jumper swishes it home for McManaway. Picked up right where he left off. He's got 16 in the game. It's a 25-point lead for Altamont, 45-20. A minute gone here in the first or in the second half. Sheen will get things over to a letterly here at the uh, free throw line, and it's stolen away by Davis. And a Davis up to McManaway. Two more points. Why not? Another two or four uh, McManaway. He's got, he's got 18 in the game. 27-point lead for Altamont now. Letterly had it taken away again, and that time Davis forced that again. And another steal. And it'll be uh, Davis getting out to uh, Eli. Eli will get it over to uh, McManaway. McManaway here gets off to Kata Miller. He thought about a three, but instead download to a Millville back out to two Eli for three. It's off, no good. And it's going to be fought for the rebound, and it's going to go to Titus. As it'll be a Titus getting up there to a Letterly here on the front court. Now back to a Titus. Six minutes to go here in the third. Almost poked away, and it is poked away from behind by McManaway. And Davis has it alone. Lefty layup is good for KD. He's got nine. Largest lead of the night of four. Altman, it's 29 points. 49 to a 20, and Coach Snow wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back at 30. You're listening now to my Indian basketball, Jack of M. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Largest lead of the night of four Altamont's 29. Yoga with a three-pointer is good. Gavin Ray with a three. So that maybe get things going up for Yoga on a lot of highlights tonight been kind of one of those seasons for Neoga. They have one good quarter, but everything kind of goes away from them there from then on out. Nearly a steal, but Caden Miller tracks it down here in the backcourt as McManaway get over to uh, Millville. As Millville gets a screen there by Caden Miller as uh, Millville will go out there to Eli at the top of the key. Gets it down low to Caden Miller. Layup was no good. A bad fight for the rebound. It's going to go over to Bullock. As the Bullock the other way. 
Hands off to a Gavin Ray. Now to Sheehan. He'll drive baseline. Put it up. And it's an offensive foul. McManaway doing it all tonight here, folks. McManaway took that charge. And offensive foul on Trey Sheehan. His second, team third on the yoga. And uh, looks like Titus will take a seat. And Carter Young will check back in for the Indians of Neoga. Millville will get it across, 4.45 to go in the third. Millville is left all alone. He just shot it. Saved from out of bounds by Caden Miller. Extra possession. KD in the corner for three. No, but Caden Miller is going to be there for the offensive rebound. And they're going to call him on a foul. So there's a reason he got the rebound. It's an offensive foul. On Caden is the third team third or team first for Alcorn. Four thirty to go here in the third. Forty nine twenty three and it's going to be left a little bit short there by Young. Maybe affected by Millville and Caden Miller. And it's going to be up to McManaway. Now Millville has it here at the volleyball line. McManaway cross court pass a little high for Davis. He's underneath the basket. Shuffles it over to Caden Miller. Count the basket and the foul. Kata Miller going to the line for the end one opportunity. Again, another free throw coming to four, Kaden. That foul is going to go on Carter Young, his second team fourth on the Nioga. 51-23. Kata Miller, of course, makes that free throw. He's been good all night. Only missed one. What, 10 for 11 now at the line, I think. Just quick math. And it's going to be a three-pointer there by Sheehan. That hits seventh point. It's 52-26. As it'll be a Millville with it over to a McManaway. McManaway over to a Davis. He'll stop and pop. Entering jumper. It's a little off. And rebounded by a Young. Young in the other way. As it'll be a Gavin Ray here in the corner. Pass up top to a Bullock. He goes inside. A layup is bouncing off. No good. So it'll be a foul on the floor on Altamont, or it'll be active shooting. A blocking foul, so it'll be out of bounds. Manaway will get hit with that. His second, team second as well. Millville takes the seat, and Yarhouse comes in for Altamont. As Letterly will be the one in getting it in. Looking for somebody. Gets it in to a Young. Had to track, had to track it down in the backcourt to do it. That's fair games on an inbound. Taken away by McManaway. Just stole it right from uh, Bullock. And the other way, layup for McManaway. Steal and a score for McManaway. He's got 20 in the game. 54-26. Sheehan gets Kata Miller up in the air underneath. Uh, shot is good for Sheehan. Got nine in the game. It's 54-29. Under three to go. In the third quarter, that is. The Manaway directs traffic. As he will go to his left. Over to Akita Miller. Back to a Yarhouse. He'll fire a three. It's a little short. Airballed it. And so no one else will touch it. That went out. So it'll be the yoga ball. Keller will check back in for Nioga, and it looks like that's Letterly who checked out. 
35 to go here in the uh, third quarter. And another steal by McManoway up to Yarhouse, and his layup is no good. But he was fouled, so Alex will go to the free throw line to shoot two here. Carter Young's going to pick up that. His third, team fifth, so Alec will be shooting free throws regardless. So, uh, Yarhouse's first trip to the line tonight. Free throw up. And that one was off the front of the rim. No good, but he'll get another one. Titus will come in for Yoga. And a bullet takes the seat. McManoway will check out at Millville. Or a turn to the lineup. Yarhouse got another one coming. Yarhouse, so second free throw. In and out, no good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Sheehan. So Yarhouse goes over two there. And there's going to be a thrown away there for Nioga trying to get into the corner to Gavin Ray. So another turnover for Nioga. Let's see. 14th in the game for the Indians of Nioga. Altamont will take over already up 26. Kata Miller trying for that backdoor cut, but instead there's going to be a grab by Nioga, so free throws coming. And he's going to be sent there. And they're going to say the shots are Kata Miller. A little bit of uh, communication or a little bit of... uh, Yarhouse, is it me? Is it you? It's Kata Miller at the line again. Free throws to the right all the way. You can tell it was also short as well. And so one more coming. That was Carter Young with a foul. He's fourth. And out one of the bonus here. Kata Miller's second free throw is good. So splits the pair. 55 and 28. 27-point lead for Altamont. Two minutes to go here in the third. Titus Keller now to Sheehan here at the uh, free throw line. Now over to uh, uh, Titus. Over to Keller for three. No. And rebounded by Millville. So it'll be Eli here on the left wing. Minute 40 to go in the third. As it'll be over to uh, Kata Miller. Over to a yard house with the ball fake. Gives it back to Kata Miller. Wasn't quite ready for it, but he corrals it. And Yarhouse with it back. Over to a Millville here on the left wing. 90 seconds left here in the third. Eli for three. Good. Three-pointer for Eli. His first three of the night. Leads 30. 58-28. Minute 15 to go. And as the 30-point lead holds, that's running clock in the fourth quarter. As Young will have it here on the left side. Coming up on a minute to go left in the third. Sheehan will drive to the hole. Puts it up. Swatted away. Static blocked by Kaden Miller. And so that'll stay right here at the yoga. And we got Eli Miller checking in or checking out. And McManway checks back in. We got Titus taking out with a minute to go here in the third. Titus looking to get in, and it was stolen away by McManoway. They're trying to get it down low to Sheehan, I think, and another turnover by Nioga. 50 seconds left in the third. Davis has it here on the left side. 
Davis will get over to Caden Miller. Swing things over to McManaway. Millville is open for a half second, but they'll swing it here on the arc to Yarhouse. Yarhouse holds onto the ball, had it poked loose by Young and stolen away, but McManaway gets a hand on it. But Gavin Ray with it here in the front court, left the layup a tad short, and the rebound goes to Titus, and he puts it up and in. Titus, his first basket of the night. 58 to 30, back to 28. 15 seconds left for Altamont. 10 seconds left. The Millville with it here at the volleyball line. A screen from Caden Miller. Millville trying to get it back, but Davis, deep three, yes! KD, 4-3. And that'll do it for the third quarter. Davis with the three-pointer there for his 12th point. 61-30, Altamont takes the lead into the fourth quarter. It'll be quick. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and Jack of him. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 322 6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the fourth quarter for Nioga as it's going to be a bullet run on the baseline. He gets his first basket since the second quarter. 13 in the game, and it's 61-32. As it'll be... Uh, running clock for the remainder of the game with the fourth quarter starting with the 31-point lead. As everybody's still out there for both teams, so we'll see when they want to unload the bench here as Yarhouse. We get over to McManaway here at the top of the key. And McManaway get over to Millville and it's going to be an offensive foul. Moving screen on Alec. That time official was indicating that Alec extended his forearm there, so That'll be Yarhouse's first foul and the first in the quarter on Altamont. But the lead is 29 for Altamont. Knocked away by Caden Miller, and he's going to track it down here in the backcourt. So a steal by Caden Miller, and he spins around left. It's good. Off the spin move for Caden Miller on the baseline. 63-32. Young throws it up. It's no good. Rebounded by Caden Miller, and there's going to be a, a timeout, but it's going to be a substitution timeout to get some subs in for Altamont and also uh, Nioga as well. Try to get them to you here. Always try to get everybody in here. Zach Meyer is checked into the game. Also, Tyler Ruffner as well. Parker Bell is out there. Alex Walker 
is out there, and also Braden Elam is out there as well. So let's try to get Ben Douglas in there for Nyoga. I see also a Gavin Ray. And uh, Luke Keller is out there. Letter Leah back in as well. And one more out there. I believe that's Brendan Ray as well. It's Bell with the basketball as he picked it up. And now over to Meyer here as we got six minutes to go in the game. It's Walker fires it up. Uh, there's going to be a uh, tie-up and an alternate possession here. will give it to Nioga. Haven't actually seen many of those tonight. Usually I'm saying that quite often, but uh, not tonight. I believe that was only our first tie-up of the game. Alternate possession arrow goes to Neoga. Letterly will hop-step in the lane of a good defense there, but Letterly knocks it down anyway. Letterly's first two, and it's 63-34. 5.35 to go in the game. It's Walker with the basketball. He crosses over his defender over to uh, Brennan e. Elam. They go down lower trying to get it there to a Ruffner, but it's too far of a pass, and they're intercepted by Nioga. And that's Brennan Ray. A deep three by Keller at the volleyball line. It's off no good, and Gavin Ray will snatch away the offensive rebound, and he's going to get rewarded with free throws. As Zach Meyer will get hit with that foul, his first, team second. Gavin Ray at the line for two. First trip to the line tonight. Got five in the game, and uh, uh, free throw is off. The 63-34 still your score. Kyle Will is into the game, uh, 6-3, a junior for Nioga. As they got a few more players left with warm-ups on, so see if they can get into the game. And uh, Gavin Ray's second free throw is good. He's got six in the game, 63-35. Lead out of the way, it's Bell over to Walker. He'll fire for three. Can't get the ball. And it's going to be rebounded there by Gavin Ray. So, the other way for Nioga. That is Will with the basketball. Now over there in the corner to Douglas. Now over to Keller here on the right wing. He'll dump it to Gavin Ray. He tries to back down Meyer. Puts it up. Count it. The basket and the foul for Gavin Ray. We'll go to line for the old-fashioned three-point play. And Zach Meyer is going to pick up his second foul. Subs coming in. We got a 45, Trent Hedrick. And also, Josh, let me check the uh, uh, JV roster here for Altamont. 33. The uh, 33 is Zane Miller as well, so... Zane Miller there into the game. Free throw was good uh, for uh, Ray. So, yeah, nine in the game. That makes it 63-38. 3.15 to go. Goes quick without running clock. As Zane Miller will get it off there on the left side uh, there. Actually, that is Zane with the basketball here. He'll hand off to Braden Elam. Layup is good for Braden Elam. Braden's first offense. First varsity point here as it's 65 of 38. Throwing it up. The lamp is good. There by Brennan Ray. 65 of 240. As they go over to Braden Elam. But now over in the corner 
Three-pointer. It's off no good there. As it'll be a reset. Zane Miller was that last one. Three-point attempt. Now Walker will get over there to Braden Elam. Now he'll hop step in the lane over to Tedrick. He'll drive on the baseline and trying to get it to Ruffner, but it ping-pongs around and stolen away by Nioga. So a turnover there. Nice. It'll be nearly stolen away there by Zane Miller, but it'll just be out of bounds for Nioga. And one more. Cooper Powell coming in for Altman and Tyler Ruffner will take a seat. Two minutes to go here into this one. It's all Altamont, 65-40. to 40. As it was back and forth there for a little bit into the first quarter. But uh, when Altamont took control, they never looked back. That's for sure. As it'll be uh, Douglas getting it out of there. Now giving it back to a Douglas. The shot was blocked by Zane Miller and rebounded by Braden Elon. Braden will bring it up. No one picks him up, so he'll go strong to the hole. No good. Left it short. And a rebounded uh, there by Keller. 90 seconds left into this one. As it'll be uh, working on the perimeter, it's uh, Keller. Keller will drive. He'll put it up, and it's going to be a foul. As the free throws are coming up for Luke Keller. Braden Elam will get hit with that. Foul is first. Team fourth. So Keller. Free throw line is good. So Luke's first points of the night. Makes it 65 41 with the running clock. We're already under a minute. As it'll be a second free throw off by uh, Keller and rebounded there by Tedrick. Powell will bring it up the floor over to a Tedrick. He'll drive baseline and it's nearly a steal that time. Uh, there by Nioga, as that was uh, White into the game as well. 30 seconds left. They'll give it to Walker. They'll go over to Powell's in the corner for three. It was off the front of the rim, and it's going to be a uh, last touch by Nioga. So stay right here. As we got another one. Ethan O'Dell checking in there for Nioga. 65 of 41, as Altamont will get it in there. That's St. Miller. They'll get it in there here on the left side. Of five seconds left. As that should do it here for this one. It will. Final buzzer sounds as the final score is Altamont 65. Yoga 41. So Altamont will improve at 217 and 6 on the season. 5 0 in the NTC. Yoga will fall to 5 19 and be shut out in the conference. They will finish 0 8 into the NTC. The rest of their games are non-conference uh, games. So uh, that's your final tonight. 65-41. of 41. I'm Mont A.O. winner here. As we'll be back in the postgame to uh, wrap it up. We'll try to get the uh, final statistics here for you as well as we'll catch up with uh, Coach John Nieberge into the postgame as well. 65-41 your final for Altamont and we'll be back here to wrap it up in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jacobin. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance 
at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School again. And your final score of this evening was Altamont with a winner over in Yoga, 65-0-41. was the final score there as Altamont approves to a 17-6 on the season and a 5-0 in the ANTC with... A few more games remaining, of course. Next week is the uh, finale uh, there with uh, St. Anthony and Altamont next Tuesday. And then uh, the regular season uh, finale against Windsor's Two Straws there. But we still got St. Homo coming up on a Friday for the uh, boys. And, of course, I had a big matchup on a Saturday with the uh, NTCCIC shootout with Tuscola there in Warrensburg. But we'll worry about uh, Tuscola in a few days as we got uh, St. Elmo there on a Friday and also senior night here for the uh, girls and the Lady Indians on a Thursday. So we'll have all the coverage right here on uh, Jack FM uh, for you over the next couple of days. But uh, so far, so good as, well, the game kind of started out uh, kind of 
like Saturday was, the, the word of the day was odd, and it was an odd start as we had a little clock issue. Uh, but once we got the backup clock out, it was smooth sailing from there, or at least uh, from the clock perspective, as it was went back and forth there in the first quarter. Altamont did have the five-point lead there, but uh, multiple different lead changes. They had about six different lead changes uh, there in that opening quarter with a couple of ties as well, besides the obvious 0-0 zero, zero, uh, there. But uh, after that first quarter, though, Altamont uh, got things going. Uh, Aiden McManaway really uh, paced the attack offensively, usually uh, one of those guys that is on the uh, opposing team's best player. But instead, it was him offensively uh, this night as, uh, you know, he had 20 points overall, but 14 of those uh, came in the uh, first half and had a couple of threes in that opening quarter as well that really got Altamont going and off to uh, an early lead, and Neil also coughed it up uh, as well, turning it over quite often. Uh, there spelled doom for any sort of uh, sustained momentum after uh, the first couple of good minutes uh, there in the opening quarter uh, there. So a good win there for Altamont. They had quarters of 17, a 24, a 17, and only four with the running clock uh, there. And uh, Neo got quarters of 12, 8, 10, and 11 for their 41 uh, points with the uh, running clock uh, there. As I see uh, Coach Niebergi uh, making his way over here to uh, my uh, broadcast position. And uh, so I'll hand over the uh, headsets here and get him uh, on here. As we'll bring him in after the uh, win. And uh, Coach John Niebergi joining me here in the post game. And congratulations on another win in the NTC here tonight. Yep, uh, thank you. Um, keep coming. Uh, boys played hard. Uh, they executed well. We're getting better at executing some sets and some continuities a little bit that we might need down the road. So um, as, as, as whole as a game plan, we mix defenses um, a little bit, you know, and just to try to see what see if we can throw teams off balance a little bit. Um, so it was a good win. A little bit of a rocky start there with the uh, clock issue, the clock right, malfunction. Right. But uh, and then uh, once the game finally got going, there was kind of back and forth in uh, the uh, opening uh, quarter. There, as you kind of uh, traded uh, haymakers uh, there in the uh, early going, but you end up with a five-point lead after the first quarter. But it was back and forth there early on. Yeah, it wasn't a typical, you know, an Alamont punch. That you know, we go, uh, you know, get out eight-two or seven-two or something. Um, you know, Neoga was ready to play. The coach know does a good job. And he was, you know, he knew what we were going to try to do a little bit, and had a good game plan. They got some shooters. They got some good shooters. That if you just let them shoot, they're they're going to knock down some shots. So, uh, you know, they, and they rebounded really well tonight. I thought. I thought. Yeah. Uh, for especially first quarter, I thought they did a good job rebounding. And, you know, uh, using some of their strength uh, against some of our smaller guards. So, um, kudos to them. Uh, but I thought our guys kind of just grinded it. You know, didn't force stuff and, and got some stops later on. Yeah, it kind of took what the offense uh, gave them uh, right. there as uh, McManaway got it going uh, early on. I was just saying how he was kind of always tasked with uh, guarding the uh, best player on the opposing team. And it seems like he's kind of come into his own uh, offensively uh, here. We kind of talked about him over the last couple of games or so, and he had a good uh, first half. He ended up with 20. Uh, points with his usual defensive effort tonight, and it all started there in that opening quarter with a couple of threes, right? As well to get you guys going. He, he's, uh, I think he's had his career high, you know, in the past three, four games, yeah. uh, 13 to 14 to 20. So, 
Um, Mass is another dimension. If he's, he's, you know, he, he can shoot it. He shoots well in practice. Um, you know, we, we've never not given him the, 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 you know, the open shot. We want him to take it. Um, sure. So he adds that dimension. He didn't have to full deny tonight. Uh, maybe that gave him a little bit more, you know, legs and concentrate on a little bit sure. of concentrate on the offensive end. Um, but uh, they, you know, Aiden did well. He got we had him down for seven steals and who knows how many deflections. So he yeah. he, he created some offense through his defense. Yeah, and that's kind of where you guys got started as well with the deflections and you got a turnover right. turn those into points uh, as well. So that was we're really working for you guys tonight here as well. I thought KD had Kate Davis had uh, yeah. deflections and then he had some really good passes up the floor. Yeah. Um, you know, guys got out as soon as we had possession. We, got out and ran and kind of looked up um you know i don't i don't want to stop pushing you know our, our, our bench isn't as big as what we want it to be you know it's been in the past but uh we can still run we can still get after it you know i might call a few more timeouts if we want to run and, you know i might i might give you a little breather every once in a while yeah and it was uh really uh, from that first quarter on it was a good effort uh there and just uh, another uh, nice win and also i thought the free throws uh, were uh, better uh, tonight uh, as well. I know uh, Kata Miller kind of uh, pretty much uh, lived at the line uh, tonight, it seemed like, for the first three quarters there, especially in the second and third. Uh, but I thought three does were a lot better tonight as he's well. Hard, he's hard to guard, right? I mean, he's he's he, he's got that one. We got we got that one advantage, I think, in, 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 against a lot of teams where we can throw it down there and he can go score. Um, you know, sometimes he's trying to make it harder than what he needs to, but – He's hard to guard, um, you know, and if he if he just kind of would think about, hey, I'm just going to bully my way to get the basket, uh, he could he get he can live at the line. He's a good enough shooter, um, you know. I had on the board tonight, feed the post, feed the post, feed the post. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not just him. It's like, well, we were wanting some cuts. We want to throw it down there. That just sinks the defense in, and and we can kick it back out for some shots. Oh, well, back here in the ATC, uh, another win uh, for you guys, and uh, stacking up the uh, wins, of course, with some heavy hitters uh, on the way uh, down the pike, and it all starts on uh, Friday uh, back against uh, St. Elmo. Uh, we know it was kind of back and forth uh, there, and maybe a little bit of a comeback as well, if I can remember correctly, right. in the third place in the ATC, and it'll be right back here uh, on Friday. So as we close out the season, we got some heavy hitters coming up in the uh, NTC. Right. San Elmo is, you know, Coach Fiesel is going to have a game plan. You know, you don't give a good coach a second chance. And he's going to have a second chance to see how we, what we did against them. Or what, what, you know, um, so he's going to kind of, he might change the game plan a little bit. So we got to be ready for anything. He, he, he'll, he'll throw the book at us. Um, so, and then they got some really good players. Uh, they got some really good guards. Uh, you know, we got to take advantage of the strengths we have against them. So, uh, we'll, thank God it's not a Saint Elmo. With this, uh, you know, we don't we don't ever play well there. So we got to we got to take our take care of our home court um, and win Friday night for sure. And so uh, we'll uh, talk to you then and All enjoy right. this win here Appreciate tonight. It. Thank you, sir. And Appreciate Coach John Neberge for joining us here in the uh, post game. And again, their final score 65-41 Altamont with the uh, winner there. Let's run through uh, some stats here before I get out of here and get chased out of the gym. Um, and in a way, he had a 20 to lead the way. Kaden Miller, he had 18 points. Kate Davis, he had a 12. Alec uh, Yarhouse, he had three. Eli Miller, a five. Uh, Braden Elam got in the scorebook as well. First varsity points, two points for him. And Millville had a five of points there. 
Uh, Nioga, they uh, were, uh, looks like this, Carter Young, he finished with two points, James Bullock with 13, Elena Titus with two points, a point for Luke Keller, also Trey Sheehan with nine, uh, Brandon Letterly with two points as well, Gavin Ray with nine, and also Brandon Ray with uh, two points as well. So that'll wrap it up here from Altamont again, a final score of 65 of 41, Altamont a winner of Nioga. Next broadcast here for us on Jack FM will be on Thursday night for a senior night for the Lady Indians. So uh, come on out and support the uh, seniors for the last uh, home game uh, here and the last regular season game, in fact, uh, there for the Lady Indians as well. So if you can't make it here, we'll have it here on uh, Jack FM and we'll have it in the archives as well on our podcast feed as well on the website as well. All right, so that'll do it for me. Thanks to Carter back at the studio for helping me getting on and off the air tonight. For Travis Sparks, I'm telling you a good night, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. But until then, it's playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours. So we can help you be confident about your financial security and your financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get the stain-fighting power of Maytag in a new top-load washer that's built to handle tough loads. It includes the deep-fill option for more water when you want it. Plus, the power agitator uses 360-degree wash action to break up stubborn messes. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how a new Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of